Hello and welcome back to another episode of Love Yours Podcast. I am back. I know I took a week off and I really didn't expect to miss this as much as I did, but I am so glad to be back in it. I really just wanted to take a week off because one, I was busy, two, it was Father's Day, um, which is kind of the reasoning for the topic of today's episode. But really, I wanted to say before we get into today's episode that I love the community that we have built already, and I am continuously grateful for all of the love and support and encouragement I have received so far. It really does mean so much to me. So before we get into today's episode, though, we're going to first start off with our weekly segments. So check-in and weekly catch-up. Well, I have been having a busy start to the summer. My little sister just graduated high school. I literally can't believe it. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know how to process it. So that was sweet. I got I went home for the weekend and got to go to her graduation and she had her grad party the day after. So it was really nice to see all my family and friends. I got everything I needed to get done in only two days of being home and I really think that's a first. I was exhausted but also so recharged at the same time. I stayed at my grandma's house and got to spend time with my mom and stepdad and also see my friends. My uncle and aunt had gave me some local honey that I'm I'm bringing back as well which is so exciting. Local honey is the best. Some things I also did while I was home was go to my favorite ice cream spot, obviously, Big Tree Soft Serve. If you know, had to get the peanut butter brownie batter, no other flavor. <laughs> also, it was really cool to be home for the weekend, and I actually had a few people you know, from the hometown area mentioning my podcast to me, and it honestly melted my heart. I mean, it's really the reason why I wanted to start doing this was to touch other people's lives and inspire them, and that encouragement was really really what I needed so thank you to so much to anyone who's ever expressed you know an interest in my podcast it really means a lot also in news update for me my boyfriend and I are considering moving out of New York City this coming fall I know big change already even though I was just talking about like being comfortable in New York City finally but we're actually pretty excited I think it's gonna be really good for us so I could talk more details um, when it becomes more relevant but for now it's just kind of planning stages and also we're re-watching Game of Thrones right now. Oh my gosh, I love re-watching Game of Thrones every few years and right now I'm remembering exactly why Sansa annoys the living hell out of me. <laughs> she is so insufferable in the beginning. But such a classic. Really enjoying binging that all over again. It just, it's a must. It has to happen. <laughs> now for my recent favorites, these are kind of random this week, but I have been loving my new slippers I got from Amazon. They're like the cloud ones. I really am terrible at describing it, but they are amazing. I'm wearing them 24-7 around the house. Obsessed. Best purchase ever. It's literally, I think, under $20. Another current favorite are Enoki, Enoki mushrooms, I believe they're called. My boyfriend has been cooking with them, and if you have not had them yet, their crunchy texture is everything. He's been making a few different like Asian-inspired dishes, so recommend to try that out if you can find them near you. And also the Poppy Prebiotic Sodas. I know I'm late to the game. This has been a favorite and a popular thing for a while now, but I just recently tried, and I'm in the process of trying all the flavors right now. I have heard watermelon is a great one to try. I need to try that one. I have tried the strawberry and the rose one. Honestly, I really, really liked the rose one. So send me your recommendations for those flavors as well because I'm going to be trying more freaking delicious. <laughs> All right, and 
with that, we're going to get into this week's topic, which is losing a parent and the effects of addiction on loved ones. And I really just ask that you bear with me for this episode. It's going to be kind of a tough one for me, but given that it was just Father's Day and this is a big part of who I am, I really felt it was important to share my story and also encourage others to have these tough conversations as I feel it can be really healing. So I'm going to offer, you know, my personal experiences with this in this episode in hopes of helping others who may have experienced losing a parent feel a little less alone and able to navigate their grief. So my dad, I wanted to start by telling some of my favorite facts and memories about him because to me that is how I keep his legacy alive. So to start off with, he is one of the most compassionate people I had ever met. Um, And this was extended beyond his family as well, his friends and really anyone who had an impact on him that he cared for. He would literally give the shirt off of his back for those that he cared for, and I'm pretty sure I heard him even say that multiple times himself. So he knew what a compassionate person he was, and I felt that he strived to be that way. And it really, at a young age, I think encouraged me to show the same compassion for others. He was always so busy always doing something. He had a construction business at one point. I know at another time he was working on roofs. He was always building new things. Maybe in the backyard he built his own in-ground fire pit or always on the move, um, keeping his hands busy for sure. He loved being outdoors. One of my favorite memories with him were our fishing trips down in Pennsylvania at our family's cabin and literally living with off of the spring water that you go pick um fill up jugs with on the side of the road and going fishing all day long with the family and coming back and cooking the fish and having fires and just sitting around and catching up with family members almost like off the grid (laughs) no tv technology um it was really awesome he was a bills mafia fan for life if you wonder why i'm such a diehard bills fan it is because of that man. <laughs> he went through all of these struggles that most Bills fans do. And for that, I, you know, wish he was here to see the Bills now. But, you know, I'm sure he's watching anyway from up there. He also had many kids. So I have five siblings at my stepmom's house. And he was so patient with kids, even being surrounded by me and other kids and then my siblings as well. We were always had, um, I was pretty lucky we had kind of a conjoined family environment where, you know, my, both my parents were still really good friends and I had got to have all my siblings around all the time because they're just such caring people. And it was really interesting to see how patient he was in the midst of this chaos. Randomly, he was also really good at training dogs and I think it has to do with his patience again and understanding of others which honestly probably leads back to his compassion as well kind of makes sense for some of his hobbies he loved to cook it is because of him that I'm so open to trying all types of new foods I will I will literally try anything once um oh his his cooking was some of the best and really he just always wanted to help others um truthfully and you could 
tell how sincere he was and how happy that made him to be able to provide for his family and those that he cared for and in any way he could. And to me, that is how I remember my dad and what I love to share about him, kind of in a nutshell. Of course, there's stories I could always go on about, but those are some of my favorite facts and memories about him. Now I wanted to jump into coping. So I lost my father almost five years ago now, it'll be five years ago this September, to an overdose. And I don't want to focus on that as much as I do on actual coping of really losing a parent. It was something no one can prepare you for. Um, I remember being honestly really like frozen and cold and emotionless and if you know me like emotionless is not a word <laughs> you would use to describe me um it was it took me a while to really process what happened I had to allow myself to be angry and confused and sad I knew almost immediately I would need to get into therapy because it was just too much for my little brain to handle I was doing all that I knew how to just get through the days. I mean, I even went to class the next day. So I was, you know, just starting college at this point, And I literally went to class the next day. Um, luckily, I had some really good lifelong friends in that class with me and who would, you know, if I need to take breaks to talk it out or cry it out, they would come with me. Um, I was just trying to keep a routine, honestly, trying to get through the days, not let it consume me. But really, it was <laughs> consuming me. Um, aside from the struggles of addiction, I mean, honestly, not even aside from, like, he had that illness, but he was an amazing father. I never doubted his love for me, and that's, I think that's what made it hard, is that, you know, similar to any other illness, whether it's in mental illnesses or physical illnesses, um, it feels really unfair um, that even though he was such a good person, you know, he lost that battle. And so really in these times after his passing, I just didn't try to force anything. I just had to give myself patience and grace because I had no idea. I was not prepared for this. I There is no rule book on how to get through that. No one. Luckily, though, I have the best family and support system in the world. And I think without that, I don't know what would have happened. I mean, it's that is one of the nice things to see when something tragic like this happens is how many people do come to your side. I had people even just like bringing me some sweets and writing nice cards or just checking in on me and I think those when you know someone or you or yourself are going through a loss like this that is something that helps greatly. Um, even my stepmom we were making meals for her to bring to all my siblings because taking care of yourself is like the last thing on your mind and you will forget to do simple things as such as eating, cleaning yourself, like brushing your teeth. Those are what you realize you kind of forget to do. So if you're looking for ways to help support people who are going through a loss or if you are going through a loss and don't really know how to ask for help or what to ask for, those I found to be super helpful for me and my family. And so moving on from coping, that's what I want to talk about next. We're some of the things that did help me get through the passing of my father when I was 19 years old. One of them was not being afraid to talk about it. And I think 
I'm a big, big advocate for having tough conversations and talking about things that are difficult. I talk about that kind of frequently on here. And so it doesn't surprise me that that helped me. But I really had to push out of my comfort zone to just either bring up my dad whenever I thought about him, whether it was with anger, confusion, sadness, or just like reminiscing, not allowing myself to shove that down and bringing it up with people who also loved him and also cared about him and had their memories as well. Um, kind of brought some light to it because we were able to laugh about silly memories or, you know, make jokes in a lighthearted way or go through old photos and videos. I, I did that a lot. I was really afraid at first I would forget, you know, what he looked like or what he sounded like. Um, but that's also one of the reasons why I am not like ashamed to be the person that takes photos and videos all the time because there comes a time where that is all you have left of someone um and i have been through that and so i know the importance of keeping those memories to be able to relive um when you want and i'm so grateful that i have i have photos and videos with him um that i have to go back to so that definitely helped and also what i started to do shortly after and i have not for a while was writing in a journal to my dad. So I would write little letters um, on a daily, almost as if I was going to send them to him. Um, just kind of catching him up, what I was feeling that day or what I did. Anything as simple as just like a recap or something as deep as, you know, what I was going through and what I was missing and things I wish I could tell him. To be honest, I have been thinking about him a lot more recently than I have. And I think it's because I've been so happy that when I think about him, it's like, you know, I wish, I wish I could share in these moments with him. I wish I could just call him up and tell him about it. And that is really hard feeling to feel, <laughs> honestly. Um, th there's no, there's no getting around it. There's no solution to it um, because you can't, you just unfortunately have to understand that that void will kind of always be there and it does get easier. But it, it never goes away, and I don't think I wanted to. I don't want, you know, to forgive my dad. I think it's really nice to bring him up and talk about him. Um, and I don't, I, you know, I try not to make others uncomfortable because not everyone is okay with talking about those that have passed or death. Um, but whenever I'm talking about him in a way that helps me, it's reminiscing, you know, like I'm doing now and my favorite things about him and things he liked and qualities I think I, you know, got from him. And so that's what. I usually suggest others to do if they feel comfortable. And another thing that helped me was also learning about addiction. So this probably could be a really, really long episode if we focused on addiction itself. But I wanted to share a little bit about what I've learned because I am a, a big advocate advocate for it, obviously, um, having dealt with it firsthand. and. I know a lot of differing opinions that are out there, and I am not here to try to convince anyone differently. I understand everyone's entitled to, you know, their own opinions, but I think what helped me in, in my anger and confusion was really learning about, I kind of like the science behind addiction. So for some background, I knew for a while when I was younger that my dad struggled with substance abuse. Um, 
he was in and out of jail sometimes, um, but my parents did a really good job at kind of hiding me <laughs> from that, so I really don't have any sort of, I guess, tainted memory of my dad. I knew he made some silly decisions, really. That's kind of what I used to say as a kid. It's like, oh my god, my dad's a great guy, you know, just always a, doesn't always make the best decisions. <laughs> um, so that helped me um, introduce to learning about addiction is I didn't have this overbearing negative view on it and my family always took time to educate me on how it literally alters your brain chemistry. Um, my family also knows some others who have been in rehab centers and my mom would take me to go visit and hear their stories and almost sort of humanize these people that are struggling with this and hear their struggles and how hard <laughs> it is to overcome addiction and I have known people who I met in the rehab centers and heard their stories and then they got out and they relapsed and unfortunately also passed and so this also I think was crucial in you know my mom trying to help me steer me down a better path and knowing that you know genetics and environment play a really large role in addiction and I needed to be aware of that I could have an addictive personality and not that you know it's gonna happen I don't have to play into that but it's important to be aware because it is it is true it is science I actually you know do my own research a lot and I found on the National Institute of Drug Abuse website that most drugs affect the brain's reward circuit by flooding it with the chemical messenger dopamine and those surges of dopamine in the reward circuit cause the reinforcement of pleasurable but unhealthy activities which then leads people to repeat the behavior again and again. Most people understand this concept but I feel like not everyone understands that over time the brain adjusts to the excess dopamine and then it reduces the high that the person feels compared to the high they felt when they first taken the drug and um, most people probably do know that but this is known as tolerance and so Oftentimes, they'll take more of the drug trying to achieve the same high. Pretty basic. No single factor, though, can predict whether a person will become addicted to drugs. Like I said, it's a combination of genetics, environments, and developmental factors that include the risk for addiction. So, obviously, the more risk factors a person has, the greater the chance that taking drugs can lead to addiction. And this is only a small, small snippet of the research I've done, obviously. I think I have a logical mindset when it comes to this type of stuff. And it's just yet another thing that can help soothe my mind a little bit when I have these racing thoughts. And, you know, I'm like, he was such a great dad. He was so loving. Like, why, you know, why, why did this happen? Um, yeah. Now, I want to move on to some advice. I would give anything to just give my dad a hug one more time. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to share this or not, but the last time I saw my dad before he passed away, I had went to his house real quick for something and I drove in my car just by myself and I didn't even bother to get out of the car for whatever it was we were doing, a quick little interaction, dropping something off or what it was. I don't remember the exact detail, but I didn't get out of the car to even say goodbye, give him a hug. And I don't beat myself up for it necessarily because I know 
when we're in those situations, we're not thinking that's the last time we're going to see that person. You know, it was harmless. It was, hey, dad, what's up? How's it going? Um, he told me he was getting a new job and I was excited for him. And then I had to skirt off to somewhere else. I don't, you know, know exactly. But it really, losing a parent or any loved one in general really puts things into perspective that life really is just freaking too short and it's so important to just get out of the car and give them that hug you know make that phone call and tell them how much you love them and appreciate them and ask them how they're doing what they're up to grab lunch you know ask all the damn questions that is another thing that I have been realizing that I wish I did a lot of so the past year or two I have been more interested and learning about the background of my family history, you know, where we came from. And there's a lot of holes in things I realized I wish I had my dad here to answer. One of them even being his mental illness history. I know that he was on medications for things and he struggled with some types of anxieties. And I don't know the exact specifics because I, you know, never asked. I never really thought about it and now when you know I'm talking with my therapist and trying to work through things I realize how you know nice it would have been <laughs> to be able to just have him around to chat about this and relate to it and maybe learn <laughs> from his mistakes or you know lessons and things he went through so it's so important to not be afraid to or not even not be afraid but take the time to just sit with the people that you care about and love and really get to know them. I feel like we obviously spend time with people that we love, but we don't always sit there and ask, like, you know, how old were you when you, you know, realized maybe you had anxiety and needed to start getting medicated for it, or ADHD, or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? You don't realize how important the small moments are until you're wishing for those moments back. And that has been something that I've been thinking about a lot, and it hurts and I'm very fortunate that I have a lot of people that do love me and support me and aren't around me but you know it's just never gonna be the same and that's just something you learn to carry with you every day um, it sounds silly but sometimes I just will even talk out loud to him just, yeah dad what's up I freaking miss you or <laughs> you see this going on right now like ridiculous or <laughs> maybe like but I'm flying on a plane. Look out for me a little bit. Look kind of scared. Whatever it is that makes you feel better, do it. I don't think it's silly at all. Losing a loved one is ridiculously hard. And also, I don't care what anyone says, take all the freaking pictures and videos you want. I know I mentioned this already, but sometimes I get picked on, not like actually picked on, it's like jokingly, for taking pictures and always want to take videos, but I, I don't care. I see the value in being able to relive memories and look back on moments that make me so happy and grateful for the people that are around me and I will forever <laughs> want to have those. Also my grandmother is really really great at scrapbooking and she makes the cutest scrapbooks ever so yeah that's a plus. <laughs> I'll give her the photos for that. I, I also want to tell a quick little story. Um, I actually forgot to put this when I was making a little outline for this episode, but shortly after, or maybe it was like a year after my dad um, passed away, I went to a medium. Now, 
you don't have to, you know, believe in this. You don't have to support it. It's totally fine. I understand people don't always agree or believe in these sorts of things, but I'm a pretty open-minded person, and heck, I'll give anything a shot. And this medium was someone that my, like, hairdresser had gone to multiple times, and she really, really enjoyed her. And so I went with my mother to go see a medium, and it was such such a, an enlightening experience um we were there for well over the time we were supposed to be there she was so cute by the way she does she does out of her home um in pa not too far from where i grew up and she has a whole room set up for this um anyway regardless she genuinely was explaining things to me my mom that not even i knew things only my mom knew about my dad when they were younger um so to give you some background my dad and mom had me when my dad was 18 turning 19 and my mom was 19 turning 20 so they were very young um but they they so they knew each other for a very long time I'm sure my mom knows more about my dad than I do um at this point um so they they broke up when I was younger but they were always really really close and I always was seeing both of them I was very fortunate um and that and I know that so that's why I brought her with um because it really affected her as well. I mean, they were really close and friends for as long as I was alive and before that. Um, so there were things that the medium brought up that my mom was like, oh my gosh, only me and even one other person knew about this. And whether you want to believe in this or not, some of the things she was telling us was so, so soothing. Things like he was telling my mom how grateful he is for raising I'm grateful to my mom for you know raising me how I am and impacting me in such a way I don't think he realized how much of an impact he on he had on me as well um but I know he was also stubborn and learning his lessons and he and she mentioned that as well so there was some lightheartedness in there and overall the message was just that you know if he knew that that was going to happen he obviously wouldn't have done that wasn't his intent um wasn't his mindset and um, amongst so many other things we talked about, I think it was just soothing to even have some form of what felt like a communication, a connection, energy, whatever, whatever you want to give a name to it. Um, that was that was really nice to feel. So if that's something that you know you're interested in and open-minded to, I highly recommend looking into a medium um, near you. Definitely do your research. There's always going to be you know iffy things out there, but um, you could also reach out to me and I can give you the info of the one I went to. I was thinking about scheduling an appointment with her again because I have been, you know, thinking about my dad so much and so much has changed. I wish I could just share with him. So that's also some other advice for you. But one thing I also really wanted to drill was that if you have a loved one that struggles with substance abuse, please, please, please just try to be there for them you know, without judgment, with patience, with understanding, and realize that, you know, they're human too, and they, it doesn't have anything to do with how much they love you, care for you, the compassion they have for you, um, it is a, a struggle that they're going through, and I saw my dad recover a lot of times, and I really, really thought that it was, it was, you know, good, um, but there were, there were warning signs that we, we didn't really catch because, we thought he was getting clean, you know, but it was sickness and losing weight and, and things like that that to be looking out for. So if you, like I said, if you know someone, it also helps to do your own research. 
look for those warning signs and how to support them. Um, just be a comfortable space for them. That's 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 really what they need. Um, so I know this was kind of a little bit of a sadder episode, um, but I really appreciate anyone who has made this far and listened because this is a huge part of who I am and I will take any opportunity to talk about uh, my dad and my experience with this um, as I, that I can because I love him and miss him so much and um, I think it impacted me, not I think, I know, it impacted me a lot and it's part of who I am today and I don't want anyone to else to feel ashamed for having to talk about those that have passed that you know they love and they care about I think you know it should be a little bit more normalized if you're thinking about it you know chat about it with those you feel comfortable reminiscing or don't be afraid to say you know oh my gosh like I'm, I miss him and cry like let it out it's okay we're human we have human feelings I know I've said this before to you guys so don't shy from your feelings it's okay we're all going through it and I am always here to talk to people if you want to talk about this or vent um, or connect with me about losing a parent or a loved one I can freaking relate <laughs> so thank you so much for listening just remember to give yourself a little extra love this week do something that you enjoy I for one am getting my nails redone because it has been too long so that's my little self-care um, that I'm doing this week and I hope you have something in your books as well. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week.